0: While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us and we hope you enjoy today's message.
1: Somebody say game changer. I want you to turn to your, in your Bibles and look on the screen to Luke the 10th chapter. Tell somebody, you are a game changer. Here's the thing about a good, good game changer. They don't come in and change the whole complexion of the game but in the most important moments when the pressure is on the most you know who's taking the last shot when there's one minute and five seconds left on the clock in football if it's in the hand of Aaron Rodgers or if it's in the hand of Tom Brady if it's in the hand of, uh, of Drew Brees, you're in trouble because those men are game changers. They don't always, there is something when in the most pressure moments, there, is, there was an old saying that pressure can bust pipes. But the same pressure that can bust a pipe can also make a diamond. The question is what is your response to pressure moments? All the same men are usually the same age. They, 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 they have, they've gone through the same training. They've, gone, they've, they've got the same playbook. But it is those people who are the game changer when the pressure is the, is the worst, when the heat is the hottest, it is those who can get in the zone. Somebody say the zone. Anytime you talk to one of those people, uh, he used to talk to Michael Jordan. He used to talk about whenever he got in the zone. He said it felt like he was throwing a rock in the ocean that he could not miss. Somebody say the zone. Why am I saying all this? I am saying all that because every, everything in natural practicality has a spiritual parallel. And it is, it is based in this scripture here. Luke 10 chapter 19 verse. It says, behold. Somebody say behold. behold. I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power. the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you somebody say that's a game changer what what Jesus was saying he said the power that I am demonstrating on the earth about to endue you with the same power. You saw the miracles. You saw how I changed environments. You saw how I shifted things. He said, I'm about to go to a cross, but there was another one that's coming after me that is going to endue you with power and the same miracles that I did, the same impact that I had, the same way that I could, I turned cities upside down and I was able to cast demons out and I was able to heal the lame and heal the sick and heal the blind and heal the lost and heal the demoniac. God said, the same power that you see me walking around with, I'm about to give you the game changer that shifts your natural to supernatural. God, I thank you. Somebody say, tell somebody tell them, change the game. game. You got to change the game. You've been sitting on power. You've been sitting on the ability to shift environments. You've You've been sitting on something that can shift the whole direction of your whole family and your lineage. been sitting on superpower and it's because you have not engaged the power that you're sitting on let's pray Lord we thank you Lord for today we thank you Lord for the ability God for us to sit at your feet and to learn of you no not to learn nothing new but to be reminded of who we are in you and Lord that we hold this truth in earthen vessel and the truth of the matter is we are not natural we are supernatural And so we thank you, Lord, that we will be reminded today of our God-given right to live above and not beneath, God. We thank you, Lord, that we are good ground for the word to be sown in. And as we leave this place today, Lord, I declare already that we will have the knowledge and the know-how to shift everything around us and change the game. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Real quickly on your way down, tell somebody, you can change the game. Again, I've already kind of given a preamble already about we can shift the game. We can be like Tom Brady that in the most pressurized moments, in the most heated moments, in the moments that are filled with the most conflict, that is the time for the children of God to rise. So many times we've been shrinking back when the devil is advancing, but the fact of the matter is, people of God, that is the time for the church to stand up. Tell somebody to stand up. Yeah. Where sin abounds, grace that much more. Meaning, to the degree that sin is in the earth, and how many know sin is rampant in the earth? That means the grace of God. That, that, that doesn't mean, it's a Lord, get us out of here. Come, Jesus, come crack the sky and get us out of here. No, the word of God said the more you see sin, the more you see opportunity for my grace to show up. Don't shake your head. "Mm -mm -mm, That's a shame what they're doing over. No, say God, Lord, where darkness is, that that means that your light can shine even the more. That light light will push back darkness, but but, but we cannot hold our light under a bushel, but we got to put it on the top of a hill where all men can see it. Tell somebody, you can change the game. See, see, that's what the devil is banking on he wants us to have fun he wants us to go through calisthenics a church he wants us to, to, to run and shout but he doesn't want you to come into the knowledge of the fact that you can change the game he said I don't care about have, have a good old religious time jump, high five, spin around roll on the floor sweat your, sweat your perm out and people still get perms, everybody's so natural nowadays but, but, but whatever it is The devil said, I'm banking on that you will not come into the knowledge of the power that you're sitting on. The word of God says we're destroyed because of lack of what, y'all? It ain't lack of shouting. It's not lack of church. It's not lack of watching our favorite preacher on YouTube. We are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Knowledge is not only of what we what what we, what we're entitled to, but, but knowledge of the fact that the things that don't apply to us. So many times we 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 accept things that are not in our inheritance. We accept things that are not part of our benefit package. Y'all know the first time whenever you get whenever you get a job, you, 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 you look past when they say when you're supposed to show up, you look past the dress code. And you go all the way to the back to see what your benefits are. Am I telling the truth? How many days I get off? What's the holidays? Do I get Do I get President's Day? Do they give Martin Luther King Day off? How many? You know, if I leave early, are they going to pay me for my vacation? I need to know my benefits. Do you pay for dental? Do you pay for four hundred one k? Am I telling the truth in this place? We know more of our rights and our privileges on our job than we do in the kingdom. And the devil is winning because we are not moving in what we're entitled to. But God said today we can change the game. I'm going to talk about four things. The first thing God told me to tell you is the one, the one thing that you, can, that you can just utterly change to change the game. Tell somebody I want to change the game. One thing that you can utterly just shift the landscape is something that is very simple in its application but it's very difficult to wrap our minds around and it is letting go somebody do your hands like this let go so many times we are holding on to things. And those things are occupying space that God wants to fill. Mm. I'm going to be real quick, so I need you, I need you to lean me in real quick with me. God said there are things that I want to give to you. There are blessings I want to give you. There are doors I want to open to you. But you are holding on to hurts, you are holding on to old offenses. You are holding on to old ways that God even used to move in where God has shifted. And it will be more comfortable. God, why don't you stay the same? He said, my word stays the same. <laughs> but God's methods and his ways change. And we're so caught up on how we met Jesus. Jesus. That we can't shift to where Jesus is going. You have to understand that when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, he, he, he said, don't, don't, don't build a foundation, I need you to keep a tent. Because they had a, a pillar of fire that God led them by at night and a cloud that they led them by day, meaning that God was always constantly shifting. He didn't want them to get comfortable, He didn't want them to get comfortable and so many times God wants on you to stay the same and it be more comfortable. I, Lord, I like you how I met you. Have you ever been in a place where people try to hold you in the confines of how they met you? and they don't give you permission to shift and change. That's the reason many marriages are having trouble today because I am trying to keep you, girl, like I met you. I'm trying to keep you, man, how I met you when the fact of the matter is every year we're changing just a little bit. I told you before, my my wife is a different wife from when I met her back in 1995 to when she became my wife. Then she was a different person when she became a mother of one. She became a different person when she became a mother of two. She She became a different person when her father died. She was now a, a woman on this earth without her father I became a different man when my when my, when my mother passed away that we shift doesn't matter we shift yes. 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 and the fact of the matter is could we be loving could we be serving could we be eating dinner or from a person that we used to know and we haven't taken the time and this is free y'all because this ain't even in my message could it be possible you're not taking the time to learn the person that's in front of you? Got the same social security number. Got the same routine. But they've changed. And if we understand that about ourselves, we have to understand that God shifts and changes. He goes in movements. He has seasons where his emphasis is on certain things. And if we don't have our ear to God, if we're not willing to let go that, God, I thank you for how you've used me. The screwdriver does not have a say in the carpenter's hand how it is to be used. Oh, tell somebody, let go. let go. Some of us have to let go. We have to let go. But you know what let go represents? Losing control. Many of us, we are such control freaks. You ain't going to admit it. But you're a control freak. That's really I won't let nobody in because I got to control the atmosphere. I've got to control. I will call them back. I won't answer the phone when they call. I'll call them back. I won't share my I won't share my secrets because the last person that hurt me, they offended me, they scarred me. So I'll never let somebody in that place again. When the fact of the matter is the currency of the kingdom is relationship. And if you don't have relationships, God, I thank you. God inside of you, or we'll start thinking that we're God ourselves, and we don't need anybody. But we're going to need a baker. We're going to need a butler. You're going to need a bridge to cross over. You're going to need a vehicle to get you to the next level. And if you think that you can be an island unto yourself, you are going to wake up one day with, with with your life unfulfilled, and it's going to be a re- it's going to be because you failed to trust in the institution of relationship. And because some bow-legged, cockeyed person (laughs) hurt you, you've thrown the whole baby out with the bath water. And the devil is stealing from you day after day. Because you will not let it go. Tell somebody, tell them, just let it go. 17 and one says this he says to his disciples "Temptations to sin are sure to come but woe to the one whom they come through it will be better for him and we love to say this about when when somebody yeah you do it be better no but look but see we gotta read past that we can cherry pick scripture but we got to read the whole council. It would be better for him to tie a millstone around his neck and be cast into the sea than offend one of my loved ones. That's true. Pay attention to yourselves if your brother sins. Listen to this, y'all. Tell somebody, this is the word. Rebuke him. Everybody says, oh, no, I'm going to tell him about himself. I'm going to tell him about his dirty, stinking, nasty self. But look at says. He said, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Tell somebody, let it go. go. (laughs) But they were wrong me. They plotted against me. I've known them all my life and they can do that. God said, it is is not your job to punish them. Let them know what they did. We should communicate. We 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 should make every effort to wrinkle out any art that we have against our sister and brother. But at the end of the day, you've got to forgive. And that is the game changer. When you forgive, you say, you may have done me wrong. I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but I forgive you. I let you go. I let you go from your trespass because my future is too important to camp around what you did to me. Tell somebody, tell them, change the game. You've got to let it go. It's not worth your future. It's 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 not worth exchanging your future for holding on to the past so many times we can't receive from God because God knows if I give that to you it's going to get contaminated with that root of bitterness that you have in your spirit and I can't let you go to the next level because you'll then contaminate other people. You, I, I, you say, God, I know that, that I know, God, that you that you're gonna make me a person of influence. But God said, I gotta make sure your heart is right first, because if I get you in a place of influence, then you have the ability to poison other people with your bitterness in your heart. But tell somebody, you got to change the game and let the offense go. Tell somebody, tell them, let it go. And four says, and if he sins against you seven times a day and turns to you and says, I repent, you must. God, I thank you. Tell somebody, you don't have an option in this. Jesus said, these are words of Jesus. Jesus said, you must forgive. a couple weeks about being stuck some of us are stuck at the place Well, somebody hurt us but if you're going to do what God called you to do and how many are, 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 are determined to do what God called you to do we all have a mission that we're supposed to walk this earth and we're supposed to perform certain tasks that you were here. I tell people, I tell people all the time, there was a reason that you are here. That when your mama got with your daddy, there were millions of sperm that were racing to that egg and you were the one that made it. So there was a reason that you are here. You are here to fulfill a purpose and if you let unforgiveness wrap itself around your heart, you will close yourself off to your future. I've seen people get sick unto death because they will not let stuff go. But God said, you can change the game by simply letting go. The second thing, I want you to turn with me Psalm 91. Fifth chapter, it says, Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Somebody say, "Thank you, Lord." Thank you, Lord. Only with thine eyes that will behold the reward of the wicked, because thou has made the Lord which is my refuge even the most high the habitation there shall no evil befall thee neither shall any plague come near your dwelling listen to this y'all this is why for the Lord shall give angels charge over you oh God he shall give angels the responsibility watch over you. He shall give angels responsibility to keep you from danger. Oh God. To keep you in all ways. And look at what the angels got. Look at what the responsibility is. They shall bear thee up with their hands lest thy foot dash against the stone. I want you to turn with me to Psalm 100 in the 20th verse. It says this. It says, bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do, look at this y'all, his word. It is the angels' job to do his word. They are not free will agents like us that have the choices that we have their job is to do oh God their job is to do his word I'm going to say it again the angel's job is to do his word ever since you were born you were assigned an angel and the angel's job is to do nothing else but the word oh y'all this is a game changer for the rest of your life wake up every morning and I want you to activate your angel I want you to activate your angel the angel doesn't respond to hey you go do this but the angel does respond to the word Oh God, could it be possible that the reason we have not had angelic activation, the reason that we have not had our angel defending us, the reason that we have not had our angel bringing healing to us, the reason that we have not had our angel defending and going to and fro and going to heaven and going to our storehouse and going to our and bringing the supply of heaven to us could it be possible that the reason our angel has been unemployed and sitting in a state of do nothing is because we have not activated our angels with the word we speak everything but the word yes Lord we cannot speak when we're speaking kingdom talk when we're declaring things in the atmosphere of the kingdom of God we cannot speak in suggestion in the innuendo you know how sometimes we can say things hoping people will get it well it seemed like they would get my drift do I, do I gotta spell it out The kingdom of, in the kingdom of God way of speaking you have to spell it Tell your angel. You know how, you know, you, you know, look, oh yes, God, I thank you for the revelation. How many of y'all got Siri or Alexa? Come on, let me see your hand. Everybody got something. You, you can press your phone and you can talk to it. See, see, these natural things that man is catching up with, only thing they're doing, they, 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 are, they, are, uh, they are doing a mimic of how kingdom is supposed to work. Do you do you not understand that that, that Siri will not respond until you say, hey Siri? It's listening all the time, but it's not authorized to take an action until you speak it by name. And when you say Alexa, or when you say, or when you say, hey Siri, all of a sudden it perks up and it beats and it's waiting on your command. Jesus. Jesus. And if you don't speak within about 30 seconds, it shuts off. Because if I thought you wanted something, but since you hadn't said nothing, I won't do nothing. And I'm telling you, you have the authority to use his name and to use his word. But if you don't say, Lord, I thank you, Lord. You ain't got to know your angel name. Say, hey, angel. Hey, angel. I need you to fix this mess around me today. My body is hurting. My, my body, things are out of alignment and it's out of alignment with God's word. Now according to the word of God, healing is a children's bread. I shall have sweet sleep in the name of Jesus and watch your angel. Tell somebody, tell them, activate your angel. You better activate your angel. They won't do nothing unless you activate it. They won't do nothing. Look, at the name of Jesus, even the angels have to bow. Everything has to fall in alignment. Say, according by the name of Jesus, I declare that I'm the head and not the tail. Yes, God. Lay those bills out on the table and say, you know what? God, you... I may be without, but there is you. You are the owner of the cattle and the hill. God, you are so extravagant that you pave streets with gold that people are trying to wear around their necks. God, I am your child. I am an heir and a joint heir in the kingdom of God. And so right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my angels which are on the way with provision. And I declare if you make a demand on your angel. Tell somebody you can change the game. Anybody getting anything out of this? Turn with me to Mark the 11th chapter. 22nd verse. Just about finished. Mark 11, 22. and And Jesus answered them. It says, have faith in God we can stop right there truly I say to you whoever says to this mountain be taken up and be thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes what he says I'm going to stop right there do you believe what you say we speak it to a lot of things you believe? Do you have faith? Have, 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 have you drowned and have you suffocated the doubt? So many times we are entertaining doubt-filled thoughts and words. This is the way we move a mountain. Doesn't matter. This is the way we move a mountain. Say, Tell the mountain to be taken up, cast it to the sea, and does not doubt in its heart, but believes That what he says will come to pass. It will be done. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask, when you pray, believe you received it. And ye shall have it. The third thing I want you to do that changes the game... And it's kind of tied to activating our angel is you must speak it. Tell somebody, you must speak it. You must speak to the mountain. In faith, believe in your heart and you got to believe that these words that I'm about to say are spirit and they are life and they are about to create they are about to shift. See, if we knew the real power of our tongue, if we knew the real power, that words, we wouldn't talk as much as we do. But God said, if you were just speaking, in addition to believing that you've already received, see we're speaking out of hope we're not speaking out of belief faith is the substance of things hoped for but God said we got to speak out of a belief we're, holding, we're rubbing like a genius lamp Lord if I just say the right key, uh, the right password that, you, that I'm going to unlock no God said if you believe in your heart and you speak it ye shall have it could it be possible the reason we don't have it yet is because we've been speaking without believing or our belief has had just a has, has, has had a little bit of doubt with it. That God, I'm saying it because I'm supposed to say it, but I've got a plan B. Just in case God gave me common sense. God said, I've got to be the only option. Some of you. And let me tell you something. Believing God totally is scary because it's not relying on flesh. It's not relying. God may end up using flesh to bless you, but God said, I am the source. I am the one that pulls strings. I am the one that squeezes hearts. I am the one that changes. I am the one that removes scales off of eyes. We've been trying to, and that's what some of us have been trying to get family members to change and trying to shift it. And if I just show them the error of their ways, and if I just tell them about themselves, and God said, if you would just go to me, and speak to the situation via the position that I'm about to move a mountain. I'm about to shift the atmosphere. I'm about to change the game. Not not, not, not through uh, the, the, the intensity of my emotion, but through the place of faith that I'm speaking from. And the word of God said, when you pray, not if you pray. We met out here yesterday and we're going to be having corporate prayer. I want everybody to write this down. The first Saturday of every month we're coming together for corporate prayer so we can pull down strongholds so we can speak things over each other and we can speak things over this city. This is not the time to refrain from prayer. This is the time to pray. Many times we reserve prayer for when things are going wrong. But God said if you if you continuously stay in prayer, you will keep the wrong from showing up. Oh God. But tell somebody you must speak it. Everybody's standing. God said you could change the game. Tell somebody you can change the game change the game by letting go. How many people know here knows that we need to let go? Yes. Yes. We need to let go. Not only to forgive, but letting go to lose God. Somebody say, God, I lose you. God, I lose you. Woo! That means taking my hands off of me. I'm buckling myself up for the ride, but God, I lose you. Somebody do your hands like that. God, I lose you. I lose you. Lose you. I don't know what you're up to, but I lose you. You know better than I do. I lose you. I lose you. We change the game when we activate our angels with the Word of God. We change the word when we we change the game when we speak what God says about the matter. And the last thing, the last thing comes out of Acts, the 16th chapter. And it says this, and at midnight, yes God, Paul and and Silas prayed and they sang praises unto God the prisoners heard them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately somebody say immediately all the doors were opened one's bands were loose. I'm telling you there is a specific sound that is in your belly that God the father his ear is tuned to. I don't care if there's a room full of 75 children are yelling, I can hear my three children over all of them because they're mine. And I'm telling you, there is a certain sound that you make unto God that when you praise, it will totally. Change the game. It will totally shift your circumstance. And the devil knows it. That's why he wants you to use your mind, your will, and your emotion. He wants to use your spiritual energy to give energy and to give credence to everything that's going wrong. But will you? You go ahead and acknowledge that it's wrong. Because I I, I tell my wife all the time, we are not going to ignore the facts because we got to put faith on the facts that we know. But once we realize that I'm in this prison, once we realize that I'm in this fiery furnace, once we realize that I'm in this sickness right now, I'm not in denial. But my response is That I'm going to give God a praise In the middle of it And when God hears When God hears When God hears We're about to give God a praise in this place That is about to shake the foundation I need all the musicians On this spot right now I mean right now Because we're about to give God a praise We're about to give God a praise That is going to shift that is gonna shift, it is gonna change the game. You don't realize the devil has been using your praising power to praise the situation. The devil has been using your praising power To praise the enemy To praise the situation To praise the mountain But I want you right now In the name of Jesus To begin to lift your hands I want you to begin to open your mouth And I want you to God in the midst of what I'm going through In the midst of the prison In the midst of the shackles In the midst of the turmoil in the midst of the bondage I make a conscious decision to praise you even though it made no sense see we've been reserving praise for when everything is going well but David said that I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise sell continually, sell perpetually, sell without fail, sell without delusion, sell without, without circumstance, without good, good environments, I will bless the Lord at all times. Could it be possible that the reason that you're still sick, the reason that you're still turmoil, the reason that you're still bound, the reason that you have not yet been delivered the reason that you have not yet been set free is because you have not shifted your mind to the mindset of Paul and Silas that we may not be free yet but we're going to praise him until we see a change That I'm going to praise him until you shake the foundation that I'm gonna praise you, God, until my bands are loose. That I'm gonna praise you until my doors are open. That I'm gonna praise you until you get me out of this debt. I'm gonna praise you until you save my children. I'm gonna praise you. I'm gonna praise you without fail. Without secession. Somebody begin to do it in this house right now. Come on, don't just clap open your mouth and say God I praise you I praise you for the outcome I don't praise you for where I am I praise you for where I'm going I praise you for the healing that's about to manifest I praise you for my family reconciliation I praise you because everything is working out for my good I praise you Lord because you're building a testimony in my life I praise you that it does not yet appear what i shall be but all i know is in the end your word will be standing that your word will speak and it will not lie i praise you lord let every man be a liar and let god be the truth and so i praise you i need somebody right now begin to open up your mouth i need somebody right now to begin to give god glory come on you can't tell them nothing but thank him thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name. You've been watering dry places. You've been bread in a starving land. God, I thank you. Your praise will shift again. Your praise will change 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 again. Your Your tears won't change again. Your sorrow won't change again. Your pity party won't change again. But I declare that your praise will change again. Somebody begin to say, God, I don't understand it, but I praise you for where you have me. I praise you, Lord, that you are an orderer of my steps. I praise you that it won't be long, God, that if I just keep praising, if I just keep pressing, if I just keep giving your name glory, You will show up. Why? Because he inhabits the praises. If you want God to show up, start praising him. He has a weakness. He cannot avoid where he is praised. He cannot avoid where he is praised. He cannot avoid where he is praised. If you want God to be present, praise him. If you want God to, to show up, If you want God to shift and move, I need you to praise him. Come on, for 30 seconds, somebody else, give God something. Give him something. Give him something. That's his job. Come on. Praise your way out of addiction. Praise your way. Praise your way out. Praise your way out of poverty. Praise your way out of low self esteem. Praise your way out. Praise your way out. Come on. You don't have an answer yet? Praise him until you get an answer. Praise him until he reveals himself. Praise him. change the game today change the game today the devil you hid the you hid the strategy of God away from me but today I am knowledgeable of the fact that I can change the game that you are more in control of your past than what you think the devil has no power to hold you the devil has no power to hold you he can't stop you but he knows you can stop yourself Somebody give them glory. Don't get tired. Your future depends on it. Give them glory. Your future depends on it. Come on, come on. Deep, deep and get another gear. Get deep, deep and get another gear. Come on, deep, deep and get another gear. Come on, come on. on. Are you desperate? Are you desperate? Are you desperate? You gotta be like blind boy. Jesus, thy son of David Have mercy on me The more they told him to be quiet The louder he got The louder he got The louder he got hey! Praise your way into your prosperous place Praise your way to your dead freedom your way until you start that business. Praise your way. Praise your way. Praise your way until the God removes the scars from of your heart. Praise your way. Praise your way. Praise your way. Praise your way. Change the game. one don't you? Come on, just because the music volume went down, your volume ought to go up. Come on. (laughs) Let hell start breaking out in your jaws. Excuse me, I got to go to my car. He said, God, I thank you in the name of Jesus that you are my buckler and my shield. God, I glorify you God I praise you now God you won't suffer me to be in this confusion and to be in this hell anymore now a time I get back to my desk God fix this son. yes God yes God yes God yes God yes God, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to hold hands with somebody right now. Come on, hold hands with that neighbor beside you. Tell somebody, somebody, I need you to change the game. I need you to change the game. Oh, let me tell you something. When you get in your zone, you have no rivals no one can stop you when you get in your zone you just like Samson you can tear everything he took, he took the jawbone of a donkey and, and tore a whole army up when you are in your zone when you are in your element when you start changing the game no one can stop you Come on, pray for that neighbor pray for that neighbor come on that they have the courage to be a game changer Come on, come on, pray for them that they have have the courage, that they have the unmitigated call to step out and to be a game changer. Game changers stand out. Game changers can no longer be hidden. Game changers can't be on the back row. Game changers, game changers are are people of, of significance. They are people. Of note, there are people that they build statues for and they name ba- and they name buildings for. God said, I've called you to be a game changer, I called you to shift atmospheres, I've called you to change organizations, I've called you to shift your family and lineage. I called you to be a game changer. I called you to be like Bill Gates. I want you to be a game changer to change an industry. to and to shift and change things. I want you to shift your neighborhood. I want you to change the game at your job. I want you to change the game in your family. God said, that's why I called you. In your industry, if you are a business owner, God said, I called you to be the top at your field. You're going to be the one that others are going to come to and are going to seek advice. You're going to do more consulting to people that you are going to be doing your own job because people are going to be coming to learn of what God has called you to do. Do you hear me in this place? Woo, I hear God. I hear the Lord. There are some people in this room that are, that are frustrated with your situation, whether it's in your job, whether it's something you're connected to, God said, the reason I'm frustrating you, I allowed you to be frustrated because nothing changes unless you're frustrated. the reason it, it, you can't settle with it because God said, I want you to change it. Well, it, it seemed like the CEO would think of this and think of that. seemed like the boss would do that. God said, I want you to shift it. I want you to be the CEO. I want you to be the shifter. We can't be a shifter in the mail room. I said, there's enough wickedness in high places. I need some holiness in high places. Oh, yes, Lord. Somebody thank the Lord that he's making you a game changer now. He's giving you all power over over, all, over, every power of the enemy. Word of God said he goes about as a roaring lion. He's not a lion. He's pretending to be a lion. But you have power over him. Amen. of Jesus. Come on let's hold hands. God we thank you. Thank you, Lord, that today your word has reminded us that you have called us not to be ordinary, not to be a bench warmer, not just to be some ordinary person, but you called us to change the game. Many of us come from situations, God that you want to send us back to just like you sent Moses back to Egypt to change the game Lord we accept the assignment that you have for our lives we will no longer run from what you called us to do for the minute God we accept the call You have a fountain of grace for the call God. So right now Lord we accept. Somebody say God I accept. I accept your call for my life God. And in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord that visions are coming back to life even now. Things that we buried in the backyard because of hurt and disappointment. God, remind us of the place where we, where we laid it down so that we pick it back up. God, resuscitate our dream. Resuscitate our dream and our vision, God. And Lord, this time we'll come back with a game changer mentality that we cannot fail. We cannot lose because you are on our side. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of forgiveness that reigns and rules in this room. We thank you, Lord, for the mindfulness that we have angels to, to deploy and to, and to assign to do things in the kingdom. And we thank you, Lord, that we will speak and we will pray. We will keep your praise on our lips. God, we thank you that you have enabled us. You have called us and you have empowered us to do exploits in your kingdom. God, now we pray for the hands of the neighbor that we hold. We are so excited for what, for what you're about to do in their lives. We are so excited about the doors that you're about to open. All because, God, we decided to change the game, to shift our focus on what you called us to do. God, we love you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org or facebook.com slash atthefellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.